Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on what time of the day you are listening to me, I greet you. I'm sitting here right now on this um, beautiful, hot summer afternoon with my god baby. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Jordan Henderson. And you guys already know you're here with me, Ajabati Alicia, on Anchor FM, or possibly Spotify, or Breaker, or Radio Public, or Google Podcast, or one of the other wonderful podcast platforms I have the privilege of being heard on thanks to Anchor FM. So we're going to get right into this thing, and I am starting with you guys, uh, part one of the history of religion. Okay, this is um, a young man that I found on YouTube, and he has a ministry called TruthUnedited.com. So when I first began my walk in the truth with the way, okay, this was one of the things that the most high used to educate me. Okay, so I'm going to share this with you and you're going to learn with my baby. All right, let's get to it and press play. In order to understand the many lies that have been given to us over time, we must be educated on the truth. A main part of my ministry is to educate so that lies can be truly seen and bondage be broken. Many people are against Christianity for many reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is they don't understand the history behind it. So my next series of videos will be educating my viewers on the history of religion. In an effort to keep the time down, it's just a summary, so if there's something left out or that you don't understand, please leave it in the comments and I'll try to answer it if I can. Let's begin. To begin to understand, we need to start with the beginning of major beliefs. This brings us to Mesopotamia, also known as ancient Babylon. You see, most people that talk against Christianity, most of the time will tell you that Christianity stole their beliefs from ancient Egypt. When anyone says this, it shows a clear lack of understanding of the truth and historic fact. First, the Christianity they're referring to is not Christianity, but Roman Catholicism. Two very different things that historic record and simple understanding of doctrine easily proves. Now, for those with extensive knowledge, let me just point out that I understand we can go further with all this, all the way to Cain and Abel and the Mark of Cain, but this video is a brief synopsis, like I said earlier. My goal of the video is to give a basis and foundation in which anyone else that wants to understand can build from. So, this foundation starts post-flood in the first known civilization, Mesopotamia. The mystery religion of ancient Babylon is the beginning of paganism. This period begins after the great flood that destroyed man. The mystery religion has been told in many different stories through many millenniums. It consists of a lot of names of many different gods that are in fact all actually the same gods. Different cultures, different times, different languages, but all the same story, figures, and structure. This is one reason why people try to include Christianity into this. The problem is they're just missing key information. Now to clarify and explain in the simplest of terms, what the mystery religion of Babylon is, is simply polytheism and or paganism. You've heard this in school. This. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a question. I got it, don't worry. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a question now, Jordan. You just heard him say a word, polytheism. Before I go on and allow this to play, do you know what polytheism is from school? Did they teach you guys this stuff yet? Okay, so I want you to pay attention to the words polytheism and monotheism. 
Okay? And what I am going to tell you is my faith is monotheistic. Okay? We're going to continue. Got it. Polytheism is a belief in many gods. The true knowledge of the goal of these gods was only given to the few. These people were the high priests and priestess that passed down the religions. They required the sacrifice of the gods, and they were the only ones able to commune with the gods. They held the secret knowledge, which gave them power over the ones who did not have the knowledge. If someone knew about the sun and when an eclipse would occur, they would seem as if they could control it. The people would then worship and follow that man. This is a simple explanation, but you should get the point from it. In polytheism, in most cultures, you will see the same structure. One man who was God, one virgin woman who was the mother of God, and a son of the mother who was impregnated from the male God. There's father God, mother God, and the son of God. I've just come from the Arizona court where we mark the completion of... And this is what paganism is. It always follows this structure. And this story started in Mesopotamia, ancient Babylon. So here's the story. Let me just mention that this record is not just supported through the Bible, which only covers it very basically, but comes from the very foundation of Freemasonry and many other books. The difference between me and the majority of naysayers, I will cite sources. You'll see a list of them in the description below. So anyone who discredits this information, please make sure you do the same and cite your sources. After the flood, it was Noah's family chosen to repopulate the earth. He had three sons, Shem, Japheth, and Ham. The story of paganism comes from the line of Ham. Noah's grandson, Cush. Okay, so I just paused it again. Okay, so now, Jordan, do you understand what polytheism is yet? Okay, so he just literally said that it is belief in more than one God. Okay. Oh, the son of God, the no, mother just, of God. Just slow down. So it's like, say if the wind blows, right? And I know the wind is about to blow. And I tell people, watch, the wind is going to blow. And people start worshiping me now because they think I can control the wind. I'm the God of the wind. And then you come and you say, it's going to be really, really, really sunny tomorrow. And then they see that it's really, really sunny tomorrow. Now you've become the God that can control the sun. So now they got the God of the wind, the God of the sun, two gods. Anything that is more than one is poly. Okay, you're going to learn that in school as well. Okay, so when it's polytheism, that means belief in more than one God. Okay, so now we're going into um, something that was a, a catastrophic event that took place and affected the whole earth. Have you ever heard of Noah's Ark? Okay. No. You've never heard of the flood of Noah? No. Okay, so listen up. Y'all listen up too. came from the line of Ham. He did the complete opposite of what God commanded. I'm going to rewind this a little bit. God co mm -mm, sorry. Majority of naysayers, I will cite sources. You'll see a list of them in the description. I just below. rewinded it back a so little bit, okay, guys? This information, please make sure you do the same and cite your sources. And that is very important to cite your sources. I could be feeding you guys a bunch of garbage on this podcast right now. I could be feeding you guys a bunch of false 
falsehoods, okay? A bunch of lies. And so could this gentleman that you hear speaking from YouTube, okay? Truthunedited.com. Cite your sources. Check these facts. After the flood, it was Noah's family chosen to repopulate the earth. He had three sons, Shem, Japheth, and Ham. The story of paganism comes from the line of Ham. Where does the story of paganism Noah's come from? Noah's grandson, Cush, came from the line of oh, Ham. Ham. Right. He did the complete opposite of what God commanded. God commanded them to flourish the earth and worship him. Cush became a leader, though, bringing people all together to live under him. You can see the lines of Ham, Shem, and Japheth in Genesis chapter 10. You see, a lot of times when reading the Bible, we can often skip over this information. But to understand things, you must follow the bloodlines. That's why it's given to us. So back to the story. Cush promoted pure rebellion against God, leading to the creation and building of the Tower of Babel. They wanted to ascend into heaven and defeat God. They wanted to build a structure that if Yahweh ever decided to flood the earth again, they would be able to live through it. They all spoke in one language and decided rather than move away from each other, they could build a kingdom for their own dominion to challenge God. The Tower of Babel was a very important symbol in the occult world. It illustrates rebellion against God and masculinity. They all look the same, hence the erect building. An example of this would be an obelisk like the Washington Monument. The Bible does not explain in detail what was going on with Cush and his followers. All that we know is that he was rebellious and led people to be rebellious as well by building the Tower of Babel. When God came down and saw what it was they were doing, he was not happy. He decided to confuse their languages that no one could understand what neither was saying. They were not able to communicate with each other. The building of the tower had stopped. God confused their language, creating the name Babel. Cush was disgraced. So, so far what you should have gained from this after the flood was there are three lines, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. We know that Shem's line came to be the line of Israel, King David, and Jesus. We know that from the line of Ham, the rebellion against God began again. Now after Cush, there was Nimrod. Cush's son. Nimrod was a very powerful hunter. He was mighty. He was also very determined to finish the plan his father started. He conquered all animals and then men. He became leader of the Assyrian Babylonian Empire. Nimrod is the beginning of all the stories that have been passed down over the time about the gods that everyone refers to when denouncing Christianity. His story has developed and transformed him into a god. It all starts with him. Following the occult will lead back to him, but still goes further back to Cain. Either way, it's his story that must be understood to understand what the minds of pagans believe. Nimrod communicated with the spirit world, which guided him to complete great accomplishments like the Tower of Babel. He obtained occult knowledge that gave him power over their people. Nimrod started the first world government, where they all practiced the same religion and were governed under him. They performed human sacrifices and he was in control. They worshiped him as God because he outright challenged Yahweh. Nimrod found rebellion only from his uncle Shem, Noah's other son. Shem abhorred the abominations that Nimrod and Cush had done. Shem followed the commands of God. He plotted with other conspirators and killed Nimrod. More than just killed Nimrod, they cut him up in pieces and sent the pieces to all the different and cities that were under Israel Nimrod's rule. Shem did this to show that Nimrod was not a god and for the people to stop what they were doing and start worshiping and obeying the god of his father, Noah. 
His followers were nervous and frightened. It was obvious that Nimrod was not a god, and his father was already defeated. They did not know where to go from there. And that's where the next part of the story brings the real twist and connection. The answer actually came from a woman. The whole... The radical left-wing mob's agenda? Take over our cities. Defund the police. Pressure more... T or... Yeah, pause it. Awesome. Okay. So, Jordan, I need you to explain what you've just listened to so far. I listened to that... It was... I don't know his name. I forgot. But the man, he, um... Tried to get people to go against God. Okay. And so then this man, he wait, flooded. Pause, pause, because it's very important for us to know who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So you said a man went against God. This man's name was Nimrod, right? What line of people did Nimrod come from? Was he from Shem, Ham, or Japheth? Ham. Okay. So now we have Nimrod from the line of Ham. He went against God. And what happened? He wanted to flood, flood the... Um, Okay, so, so now we're going to clear this up. Okay, so the flood happened before Nimrod was born, okay? God flooded the earth because the earth was full of wickedness, okay? And he replenished the earth, meaning repopulated the earth, right, through Shem, Ham, and Japheth. These were Noah's sons, okay? So after these sons became adults, they all played different roles, okay? Shem worshipped the same God that Noah worshipped. This is the God of Israel. This is the God that we worship. Okay? Nimrod, who was Ham's son, wanted people to worship him as if he was God. Okay? So, who popped his top? Shem popped his top. Killed him. He killed him. Right? So now, what did they say? That the followers of Nimrod, now they were scared. Okay? Because now what happened? Israel stands up. We be popping tops for the Most High God. Okay, so these people were scared. They didn't know where to go, know where to turn. And their answer came from the whore. You know that word whore? You ever heard of a whore? You know what a whore is? No, I know it's a bad word. A nasty, disgusting woman that does immoral, sexual things. Okay, so let's hear about, it says answer was a woman. Right, their answer was a woman. Let's see. But just recapping, the story of Nimrod is very simple to understand. A man in the beginning, claiming power over other people, claiming himself to be God. It's a simple, easy concept to get. The real twist starts, like I said, with the woman. This woman who comes into this picture is Semiramis. Semiramis was the first wife of Cush. She also was the mother of Nimrod. She claimed to be divinely born. After Cush lost power, in order to stay in power, she did the unthinkable thing in our modern opinion. She married her son, Nimrod. Then shortly after- I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna make sure you heard what she did. What did she do? She married him. She married who? Nimrod. And who was Nimrod to her? His, her husband. Her son. She married her son. Ew. Okay. That's why she's a whore. Okay. Uh, this is my 13-year-old god baby. That's why she's a whore. After <laughs> Nimrod was killed, she became pregnant and found another way to stay in power. She told the people it was the spirit of Nimrod that impregnated her. Okay, and I want to just clear something up. Okay, so I'm sorry. Her son, okay, was not Nimrod. 
her second husband was her and Nimrod's son. Okay? But I'm going to just bring this back just a little bit because I want to make sure we all have the proper understanding and that I am correct. So we're going to listen a little bit further back. Okay. Miramis. Semiramis was the first wife of Cush. Okay, she, she was Cush wife. Of Nimrod. And she, she was Nimrod's mother. Okay, born. correct. After Cush lost power, in order to stay in yes. power, she did the unthinkable thing in our modern opinion. She married her son Nimrod. Yes. Then shortly after Nimrod was killed, she became pregnant and found another way to stay in power. She told the people it was the spirit of Nimrod that impregnated her. She claimed she was having a virgin birth from the spirit of Nimrod. Semiramis slept with no man and was impregnated by Nimrod's spirit, she claimed. Nimrod was now a father and Semiramis was the mother. This is the start and the beginning of father and mother god worship. It is the primary driver of polytheism, but most people will never make the actual connection. You see, Semiramis was able to convince Nimrod's followers that her son was the fulfillment of God's prophecy about Jesus in Genesis 3.15. Blasphemy! And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. The people believe that her son will be the savior to defeat the serpent. Reality being, it was actually the serpent they'd be worshiping. Okay, to convince so do you understand that so far? They thought that they were worshiping God by worshiping this woman and what she said was true. But in all actuality, they were worshiping Satan himself. Because anybody that wants to be worshipped outside of Yahuwah, outside of the, who's the most high God, is the devil. Followers, and Nimrod did not die, but he ascended to the sun. She claimed it was the rays of the sun god, Nimrod, that caused her to conceive. He was and now to be worshipped. Worship now is Baal, the sun god. She made herself a goddess, claiming that she was divinely created. She was in fact the moon goddess. She had them believe she came down to the earth from the moon in a giant moon egg that fell into the Euphrates River. Hmm. That's why people celebrate Easter. The Queen of Babylon, a.k.a. Madonna, a.k.a. Semiramis, became known as the moon goddess Ishtar, <laughs> which can be pronounced as Easter. Easter. And her moon egg became I known as Ishtar's egg. You know, Christians should really take this into understanding so when they falsely celebrate that so pagan holiday Easter. I'll tell you about them. Now, the sun's name was Tammuz. He was now the son of God. He was a sun god reborn. And he was born on the winter solstice. This is where you get the Madonna portrait from, where you see the mother god holding the son of God. Later, Tammuz was killed by a wild pig. Semiramis, now Ishtar, said he ascended to the sun like his father, and now are you. Guys, Donald Trump Jr. here, and I'll get right to the point. Sorry, guys, I'm not listening to this on my Prime account. So I apologize for the commercial. After Nimrod, Semiramis continued on with their worship and sacrifices. But because of Shem and the constant defeat by God, they changed their approach. <laughs> what was once Hola. done out in the open Hola. can now be... What he said, because of Shem and the constant defeat by the Most High, do you not see how Israel was used? Uh-huh. You have to remember that Israel came through the line of Shem that came through the line of Noah. Okay, let's keep going. Now be done in secret. All practices driven from Christian Nimrod, stemming from the channeling of spirits, will now be done in the dark. It will now become a mystery, only completely revealed to those worthy, the high priests and priestesses. Based from the story of Nimrod, 
the mystery religion was created. This religion spread among the different ancient empires of Babylon, Egypt, Persia, Greece, and Rome. This is what paganism is, the purest definition of it. Paganism is the collection of all polytheistic beliefs centered around a central belief. The stories may change, the names of the gods may change, but there are always three central figures and a very specific structure. The father god, who is the sun god, the mother god, who is the moon goddess, and the son of god, who is the sun god reborn. Sound familiar? Depending on what nation or culture you are from, they went by different names, but they all follow the same structure. Father god, mother god, and son of god. This chart illustrates the god and goddess worship of the pagans of different cultures, empires, and religions. It can be quite confusing because there are many different names and stories depending on the nation, region, or culture, but this should give you a strong enough example. In Babylon, the sun god or father god was Nimrod, the moon goddess or mother god was Semiramis, and the down. son of god, the sun god of reborn, was Tammuz. As a matter of fact, you know what, I want you to just kind of get used to soaking it in and listening today. But our next lesson going forward through the week, pen and paper ready, okay? Go ahead, press play. In Egypt, the sun god was Ra, the moon goddess was Isis, and the son of god was Horus. In Greece, the sun god was Zeus, the moon goddess was Artemis, and the son of god was Adonis. In Rome, the sun god was Jupiter, the moon goddess was Diana, and the son of God was Apollo. In Nordic culture, that's the Vikings. The sun god is Odin. The moon goddess was Joro. And the son of God is Thor. In Hindu, the sun god was Vishnu. The moon goddess was Chandra. And the son of God was Krishna. In Roman Catholicism, now this is where most of the trouble and deception comes from. Because the sun god is what many refer to as God. The moon goddess is the Virgin Mary, and the Son of God is Jesus. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I have one question for you. Now, this is not to get confused with the true story of Jesus. While we believe in Mary, we do not worship her as a goddess, and we don't refer to her as Mother God. There is only one true God. This is confusion that was put into the world by the Roman Catholic Church, who mixed their pagan gods with the story of Yeshua. I will be doing a video to show the evidence. The main point is though Satan has strategically created the same story, there are significant differences. It's impossible not to see the connection from all the stories of these gods and goddesses. The easiest distinction you'll find when identifying pagan worshippers is they worship both father and mother god. If there is both a masculine and feminine god in the belief system, then they are pagan. And that was and is the predominant belief in the world from the ancient times. This is what religion was founded upon. There were many other gods, but there was always a hierarchy, and this god structure was at the top. This whole belief system was only challenged by the Israelites, who claimed they were in communication and the chosen people of the one true god. The battle of monotheism versus polytheism then became fully in effect. One god versus many gods. Nimrod, Semiramis, and Tammuz were immortalized and then worshipped, their names being different but underlying point of the story is clear. Now with all these sun gods and moon goddesses, another similarity is that they all were birthed from the same father. This father is the ultimate god. 
He has told the lie that he is the creator and bearer of light, of knowledge. He is the Father God, like referenced earlier. He is the main connection that most people do not make. It's that all these names refer to actually one God. Satan, Lucifer, Baal, many other names. He had many yeah. different names in many different cultures. In Babylon, he was Baal. In Egypt, he was Ra. In Greece, he was Zeus. In Rome, he was Jupiter. In Hindu, he was Indra. In Israel, he was Molech. He was the founder of these religions and the ultimate hierarchy of the gods. This was the religion, but it all is Lucifer. Satan has both masculine and feminine qualities. The Most High does not. This pagan belief is all directed towards one goal. It was the goal that Cush and Nimrod both had from the beginning when they established the empire. The ultimate goal is rebellion against God. In order to defeat the Most High and have the world worship Baal as the father god, the mother god Ishtar will again have a virgin birth from Baal, birthing the savior, Baal reborn. This will bring about their rule and dominion again on earth. It's the same story over and over. Regardless of the name of the god, the story and the prophecy are the same. This is the ultimate goal and main deception of Satan. This is where paganism starts and the story will not end until their lie is complete. Now you must understand there are plenty that worship Satan as God already, knowing completely in whom they serve. But there is a majority that worship these three gods through other names. This needs to be understood that they are actually worshiping Satan through deception. Many of today's practices and traditions are centered around this deception. You now have a base foundation for stronger understanding and connections. Satan is the master deceiver. This is how he will unite the world to worship him. They already are. They've been doing it in his name through silence and secrecy for thousands of years. He has created many gods and beliefs centered around him that people all around the world accept and worship. People like to go back to the ancient days and refer to spirituality, but what they don't recognize is that these beliefs all center around Satan. It doesn't matter which god it is they choose because of his not true belief in Jesus Christ, the true one, not the one mixed in with the pagan beliefs. It will lead everyone to Satan. This is the part of the great deception. Like I said, there was only one challenge to the system and structure. There was only one line of people, one nation, that said there was only one true God and that there was no feminine nature to him either. He was the Most High and they had a covenant with him. This one nation was from the line of Shem and this was the Israelites, the 12 tribes of Jacob. Without them, there would be no difference in the story of religion. Watch my next video to understand their part. This video is used to break down all the lies and misconceptions surrounding religion, particularly Christianity. It is not a white man or European religion. It is not something used for control or enslavement, except for those who purposely misuse it. It is in fact paganism, which is used for this very goal of control and enslavement. Paganism is actually a European religion, also an African religion, and many other cultures religion, because it went throughout the whole world. Whenever you hear any religion with that three god structure and many other gods below them, know this is paganism and beware of all the traditions and cultures that surround the worship of them. There are many. A lot of the prophecy matches God's true prophecy of the Messiah through Jesus Christ. Satan, the deceiver, has used God's plans to deceive man. This is what an antichrist is. The basis of the understanding of this information will allow for greater understanding of the traditions the world keeps. It will make you think about what God you actually might be serving without true actualization. The key points to know are, Lucifer is the sun god. The birthday of the sun god is December 25th, 
around the winter solstice, the time when the sun is closest to the earth. Pagans worship the moon, the moon goddess, goddess Diana, Ishtar, and her many other names. She is the female fertility deity, the virgin mother of God, the whore of Babylon. She is worshipped on Easter to celebrate her return each year. All right. You guys heard it right here on Anchor FM. Okay, I'm not going to pause it because I need you guys to hear his ending. Because I definitely support, skip it, I definitely support his ministry, guys. This is okay. just a summary of paganism. It should provoke thought in you to make connections with traditions, beliefs, and customs in your own life and review them. And to grow stronger in your belief of the true Savior, Jesus Christ. Learn about him in the word of God. I love you all. All right. If you watch so again, one now, like I said, I do support his ministry. Okay, I have sown financial seed into his ministry for the simple fact that I do believe that the prophet is worthy of his hire. You understand, and he has come forth with some uh, prophetic wisdom uh, over the years that I've been listening to him. Okay. So his ministry is truthunedited.com. If you guys, you guys already know that this is um, a listener support podcast, okay? And I don't want your money. Let's be clear, okay? But if you do feel that you have been fed by anything that I share on this podcast that comes directly from uh, the, the postings on YouTube through Truth Unedited, then please feel free to drop a seed and I will drop that seed directly to him and you will get your receipts. Okay, hallelujah. So now, you just heard a lot today. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I want to know is how do you feel about Christmas? Um, feel like we shouldn't celebrate it no more now that I know like what Christmas so before really is. before what you just heard how did you feel about Christmas they said that how did you feel about it did you like Christmas yeah I used to love Christmas let me tell you they something they said that Christmas was when the son of God was that's born. the yep December 25th Yep. So that is the truth. So before, though, before I knew the truth, I was in love with Christmas. When we used to live in Riverdale, because your mom used to live downstairs, I was one floor above her. Ask her. I would go crazy over Christmas to the point where I would get styrofoam and make snow all over my floor. I would decorate every inch of room in my apartment, okay? Living room. The only thing that wasn't decorated was the kitchen. Everything else was Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Um, so as I got closer to the truth, though, Jordan... And I started to look at Christmas differently, okay? Um, so now that we know for a fact that December 25th is honestly, it's actually the, the birthday of the sun god, once I found that out, I was disgusted by Christmas. And not only that, there are a lot of sick, sadistic rituals that take place on Christmas, okay? And, and that connects to the worship of the god Odin, who's really represented as Santa Claus. So that's going to be something that you're going to learn a little bit further down the line. All right? So you guys, listen, I need you guys to chime in, okay? Download the Anchor app. Use the message feature. Ask your question or give your input. Um, if it is not discerned, if it is discerned that it is not from the Holy Spirit, then it will not be aired, okay? I will not add it to the podcast. If you guys have anything 
that you want to express that is Holy Spirit inspired, then it will be received. So now, Jordan, back to you. Break this whole thing down. What well, we just break it down. Break it down. So they saying that the people that represented Jesus, God, and Mary are fake, and they're he's trying to tell us what um Israel really is about, and the lady came and lied about Easter, which I didn't know. Said well, that she, she came. actually she was she's actually what is being worshipped. Every time somebody worships on Easter, they're actually worshiping her. And she is... The, up the, there. Right, when we... She doesn't even exist, number one. Okay? And like he was saying, all of these fake gods really just... is They're all Satan. Satan has created these stories. And he has placed them in the hearts of those who do not love and fear the one true God of Israel. And he uses those people to spread this story over different nations. So in different nations, it'll have different names. Like some people call her Isitar, some people call her Chandra, some people call her Semiramis. But all of it is the devil. So go ahead. What else you get? What else did you understand? Um. Um. What else I understand was um. How many sons did Noah have? Four. Three. What were their names? Shem, Shem, Ham, Ham, and Japheth. Japheth. Japheth, right? So, paganism. I'm going to ask you, did it come from Shem, Japheth, or Ham? Do you remember the name of the guy that killed Nimrod? Ham. Nope. But the one that killed him because he was worshiping the God that he did not believe. Mm -hmm. I don't remember his name, but I know so, what you're talking about. So, remember now, Nimrod is the son of Ham. So it wasn't Ham that killed him, it was Shem. Shem. And we are the people of Shem. We are the people that believe in one God, which is the God of Israel. Okay? So you're going to meet some people that look like us. Brown, tan, black that actually come from the line of Ham. These people will never believe the truth about Yah. These people will never believe the truth about the Son of God who is Yahusha HaMashiach, okay? The only, my only discrepancy with what this gentleman teaches that we were just listening to is that he still uses the European given name, Jesus Christ. That is a Latin name. Jesus, when you break that down, J-E, okay, also can be spelled G-E, and it is pronounced He, right? Breaks down to earth pig, Jesus. Jesus, yes. That's right? some, some kid's name is Jesus. Right, so earth pig, that's really what that name means. That is not the name of the son of Yah. The son of Yah ain't no pig, okay? The son of Yah was God's arms and legs here on this earth, all right? His name is Yah. Husha or Yahushua, which means God is salvation. God brings salvation through the Messiah. So it's Yahusha Hamashiach. All right. So these Yeshua Hamashiach, he came from the line of Shem. Shem is the one who killed Nimrod. Nimrod comes from the line of Ham. We ain't even talking about Japheth yet. 
Okay? Right now we are dealing with melanated people. We are dealing with, and even though Japheth was melanated, okay, he moved off and moved into a place where as his children were being born, they weren't being exposed to the sun. Their genes were recessive, okay, causing a different race of people to be created. And these wow. are the Caucasian and Asian people. Okay, this stuff can be proven even scientifically. So he's he made a different gene, and that's how everybody became black, white. It started from right here, from this story. Because okay. God washed out the earth first, right, and then. But and it was, what was one the name, girl. Left. What was the name of that flood that God washed the earth with? The flood of, what do we call it? What's their father's name? Shem, Ham, and Japheth's father. What's his name? Noah. Noah. Don't forget Noah. that name. Okay? Noah. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to get a little deeper in with Jordan, okay? Because I know she still has more questions. I need you guys now to go and do your own research and do your own digging, okay? You will not hear anything but the truth because I have something to say in spirit and in truth. So again, you will not hear anything but the truth. Going forth from this podcast, I turn this whole podcast over to the Most High to teach what He wants me to teach when I am doing the segment of I Have Spirit. I, I'm sorry, when I'm doing the segment of I Have Something to Say in Spirit and in Truth. Okay? And I need you to check it. Fact check it. Truth check it. Don't be lazy and all of that. Get in, get understanding. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Study to show yourself approved. A workmanship of the Most High, who needs not be ashamed, but can evenly divide the word of truth. Properly divide the word of truth. Okay? You guys been listening to yours truly, Ajibati Alicia, a.k.a. Miss Waters, right here on Anchor FM. Later. Okay, Jordan, so we are going to get into the test portion of this podcast. I want to test how much you actually absorbed from what we just watched. Okay? You ready? Okay. So, you guys, how I'm going to do this is I'm going to ask you guys, too, if you're interested in taking this test with us, get a sheet of paper, get a pen. I'm going to ask you guys questions, and you're going to write down your answers. Stop. You're driving me crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. No. So anyway, um, now she's just rocking her head back and forth and she catching me from the corner of my eye. My peripheral, she messing me up. What was I saying to you guys? Okay, you're going to get a pen and a paper. I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to write down your answer. At the end, when we go over the review, you're going to check off your correct answers, okay? And the wrong answers that you have, circle them. Go back over the video. It is the History of Religion Part 1 truthunedited.com on YouTube. Alright, first question. What is the belief in multiple gods? What is the word for belief in multiple gods? Write your answers now. Next question. 
What is monotheism? Uh-huh. Answer the question. Don't be whispering, Jordan. Answer what you think it is. I'm giving that as the second question. No, you leave that right there. What is monotheism? I'm going to write my answer down. Jordan, your answer shouldn't look like mine. Okay, guys. Next question. What was the name of the man that cut Nimrod's head off? What was the name? Don't say it out loud. Write it on your paper. What was the name of the man that cut Nimrod's head off? Next question is, why? Why did this man cut Shem's head off? Okay, we're going into our next question. What were the names of Noah's three sons? What were the names of Noah's three sons? Okay, Jordan, read to me what was question number two initially before we started the recording. What was the question? I'm telling you what was your question number two. Um, you said what is the name of... I mean, my answer's wrong, but... Um, you said... I don't know how to Okay, no, it's fine. So, guys, um, what is polytheism? Polytheism. What is it? Write your answer, Jordan. Okay. So you know your godmother serves the God of Israel. I believe in one God. What is the name of that? When you believe in one God, I'm going to give you two words. I'm going to make it multiple choice for you. You have polytheism and you have monotheism. Believing in one God, what is it? Polytheism or monotheism? You can say it out loud. Belief in one God is polytheism. Okay, so we're going to go to math now. Anytime you hear the word poly, I always want you to think of multiple. Oh. 
when you hear one mono Always go with your gut. Never change your answer. Okay, you guys. Don't look at my face. Don't don't be afraid of men in the faces. Nah, listen. <laughs> okay, guys. So, we're going to go over our answers again, okay? So, if you guys said that polytheism is the belief in multiple gods, then you were correct. If you said monotheism is belief in one god... You are correct. If you said the man, the name of the man that killed Nimrod was Shem, then you were correct. Okay? If you said that belief in one God was monotheism, you are correct. If you said polytheism was belief in multiple gods, you are correct. If you said that it was Shem who popped the top of Nimrod, you were correct. Why? I want you to answer that for us, Jordan. Why did Shem cut Noah's head off? I mean, I'm sorry. Why did Shem cut Nimrod's head off? Because he was making others worship worship him and something that was false and making them believe something else. I need you to say that again. That was dope. Say it again. Why did he do it? Because he was making the people that lived there and he live there making them think something else that's not true making them worship him about false things about jesus of having multiple okay so jesus wasn't a part of the picture yet and his name isn't jesus we want to make sure we use the correct name his name is yeshua right so here's the deal though here's the deal though because satan already knew yeshua's story and how he would come into the earth he caused the false the falsities and the lies to be spread way before Yeshua was even born. So this woman, okay, what was the woman's name? We're going to go into that. No, not yet. That's going to be test part two. So anyway, yes, she was correct. Shem killed Nimrod because people were worshiping Nimrod and Nimrod rebelled against the most high God. That is what I really wanted to hear. Okay, so you're going to say, when I ask you, Jordan, why did Shem pop Nimrod's top You're going to say because he rebelled Against God The most high God exactly good girl Okay so next question What were the names Of Noah's three sons Jordan Shem She said I only got Shem Okay so you have Shem and then don't forget Ham Which was Noah's father I mean Nimrod's father Write that on your paper And Noah Write down that Ham, Shem, and Japheth were Noah's three sons. Write that verbatim. How you spell his name? Which name? Japheth. Japheth? I need you to sound it out. Ja. Peth. How'd you spell it? J-P-E-T. Got it. Okay, and then we have Ham. And Ham was, and write this down. Ham was the father of Nimrod. This took you a long time to get to, to remember? Um, honestly speaking, no. And it's only because I have one of those memories. Like, I can hear a sermon preached. And ten years later, I remember that exact sermon. Um... But ask me, can I go to like a classroom and learn about something I'm not interested in and retain it like that? Nope. Um, since I was about 12, I've been retaining things 
um, from the Bible and from the Most High because I was literally seeking him and reading my Bible since I was 12. I wanted to know him. I needed to know him. And now I understand why. Okay, hallelujah. Um, so listen, guys. I want you guys to recap over the video, okay? Because I have to go and get dinner started. So you guys have just um, been educated right here on Anchor FM with Aja Bati Alicia and Miss Jordan, okay? On I Have Something to Say in Spirit and in Truth. Bye. Bye. Yo, real talk, I don't know about you, but I see what this quarantine is doing to some of y'all. And y'all is downright ugly. And y'all need me. Now, nah, let me stop. You know you beautiful, boo. But you could do some touching around them edges, though. You need to holler at your girl. I do braids, weaves, sew-ins, glue-ins, clip, cuts, dot, fried, blow dried. I do it all. Holla at your girl. You can find me on Facebook as Batia Leisha Israel. You can find me on Instagram as Living underscore Waters. You can find me on TikTok as Waters28. Inbox me. I am doing 25% off on all hairstyles. Yup, you heard me. 25% off on all hairstyles. This is because quarantine got some pockets tight. So I'm going to work with you. Holla at your girl.